0: Alright, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Exordia Creative Podcast. Brought to you by Exordia Creative, as always. So we're going to kick it off, like we always do, with a bubbly opening. Thanks, Exordia. I don't know if you've listened to that with headphones, but it it truly sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, it does. And I need need a quick sip here before we get into today's activities. Let's go. You're going to notice a few props in front of me today. Um, First off, I've got a couple of extra notes because we've got a few topics to go over a little more in depth than what we typically do. So I want to take some notes on that. And we're going to start it off talking about this merchandise right here. So you take an arm, I'll take an arm.
1: Right. We got our hoodies. This is the first
0: rendition of the hoodie. Guys, Jared's going to talk a little bit more
1: about what's going on here. Yeah, sure. I've got uh, mixed opinions. I don't think we're going to disclose who our supplier is. Uh, just yet Um, but basically I love the quality it's great yeah Uh, it's it's heavyweight cotton 100% cotton I won't bore you the quality is phenomenal anyway I'm just making excuses because they're way too small yeah Um, I I got it I tried it on we have some that are away being uh, embroidered already unfortunately or not unfortunately because people are gonna be able to wear them they're way too small I washed it it got even worse Um, this is a medium I believe and just to put it in in context, I usually wear like a small or a medium, and this medium is just way too tight. Yeah, usually medium is like more of a baggy fit. This like, I was putting it on, I was making excuses for it. Like mm-hmm. I was worried about ripping it, taking it off. That's a joke. Yeah, you so said like,
0: you said it was a workout just to get
1: it off. Yeah, seriously, that's a joke. Like if I if I need a large, then. What do we tell somebody who wants an XL? Yeah. That they need to get a 3X?
0: So we're kind of contemplating what we're going to do from here. We're obviously going to keep the embroidered ones that we're embroidering right now, but I'm glad we did this sample run first. I ordered larges for myself and I'm a little nervous because like I typically, I typically
1: rock larges. So we'll see what happens, but. They're not going to go to waste. We're going to give this medium to somebody who would wear, like, an extra small or a small, which is kind of ridiculous. It is what it is. I do
0: wish that you guys could feel the quality of this, though. Yeah, it's heavyweight. It's 400
1: DSM, if that means anything to you. Yeah. Uh, That means it's really thick, really good. It's a shame. So where we're at now is, like, as much as I would love to use these, because the price to quality is really awesome. Um, It's all made and produced uh, right in the GTA, which is great. But I think, like... We could tell people to just size up. That'd be the most convenient thing to do. But like, just from like, a, there's this thing called vanity sizing yep. in in clothing where um, you 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 get accustomed to a certain size that you are, and like if you're always a medium and then you try on one top and it's a large, you're not you might not feel great about yourself. Like if that's something that you think about. Yeah. So so just from like a vanity perspective, I don't think it'd be it'd go over well to say, oh, you're a medium. Well, guess what? You need an XL. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it is what it is. The tag's not visible.
0: It's on the inside here. We had a
1: couple options. We might we might have done like a bait and switch. We might have just explained it all to people. But I think we just have to bite the bullet and acknowledge that we're going to get these from from somewhere else. You think so? I I mean, it's you know, two sizes up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, yeah. what do you tell somebody who's a double X? They can't yeah. get anything. I just
0: really now that I've felt this, I don't want to compromise on quality though cuz like this is actually Yeah,
1: and that being said, this isn't the only high quality option out there. Yeah. sure and if if uh if we can give these to people who are smaller sizes then hey that's great totally we got a couple totally so with that being said um this is going to delay things a little bit unfortunately yeah but um we want to come correct and make sure you guys have awesome stuff that you like wearing like i was wearing it and i wanted to love it so bad i found myself like justifying it yeah and making excuses for it and that's just not the move yeah i want to love wearing it
0: did it come with the drawstrings yeah it did okay
1: I just prefer to take my own out. The others are going to have that. Yeah, guys, like,
0: we're working on it. Don't worry. This is just a little bump in the road. If you're
1: um, a small or an extra small, uh, hit us up and you can have this one. Yeah. Sounds good.
0: Cool. Cool. So with that out of the way, guys, um, we've got a few social media things to talk about. And, um, yeah, so why don't we just get into that? I'm sure we've all heard of Instagram Reels by now. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen one in your recommended. You've probably seen one in your Instagram feed, a lot of... Larger accounts are using it. Um, it's a direct competitor rate with uh, with TikTok, right? And so on TikTok, you can do 60-second videos. With Instagram Reels, you can do 15-second um, videos. That's what they've kind of done. And I've done a little bit of research into this, looking at the pros, looking at the cons of this. Um, Instagram in the past has had some success copying features of other apps, sure. i.e. Snapchat with sure. Stories. Um, and now they've got IG Reels, so, this begs the question, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about this because I saw a lot on this topic. Yeah. Is Instagram getting just as bloated as Facebook? Are they adding way too much to the platform? And yeah, I kind of want to dive into that. What do you think about that? Like, is always adding more features a good thing or.
1: Um, yeah, I think. Um it's it's difficult to say first of all it's the same thing and i look at them by and large as as the same facebook and instagram Mm -hmm. it's tough because as as human beings we're creatures of habit and we get accustomed to uh certain things and and uh, what we're used to so i think it can be a little bit painful when you add features um there's there's a there's a fine line i think there's a balance like i personally think uh facebook is pretty convoluted um, and the user experience maybe could use some work in terms of like uh, interface design But that being said I do really appreciate the functionality because like I enjoy using uh, Marketplace for example. Yep. and I enjoy looking at some of the groups and forums on Facebook and I enjoy the messenger platform you know mm-hmm. um, And I enjoy voice calling so I I, I don't want to be hypocritical because I do like a lot of the features Right, Instagram Reels. Um, I get it. To me, it's kind of like a hybrid between Vine and um, TikTok, just yeah. in terms of the length of the upload that you can do. Yeah. Um, Instagram is certainly more simple in terms of functionality, but you're right; it is trending up. Um, I don't know. I think there's a fine line, and I think um, I think it's going to take a lot of like uh, user testing. I know Instagram and Facebook do a lot of A/B testing, where they only run uh, features by some users and not all the users, or features only to users in certain countries. Like in Canada, for example, we get a lot of features after they do south of the border. Like Mm -hmm. for example, Instagram Music was a big one that we were very late to the party to. But Instagram actually hit likes in Canada very early as a a pilot before they did that in the US. Um, So it's interesting to see how they navigate that kind of landscape. I was speaking to the Facebook desktop, they're doing the same thing they're a b testing a simpler user interface because when you load facebook on a on a desktop which by the way less people are doing so i i understand um it's it's not so pertinent to every user but they're actually testing a simpler interface yeah that's kind of more similar to like a, a mobile um app design because i think there's a big trend in user interface where they're kind of converging like App app interface and desktop interface and making it look more similar. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like the beta, but I think there's always a fine line. And you have to add features slowly before people get overwhelmed yeah. and yeah. And we've don't got like Instagram it. Shop. We've got IGTV. It's we've a got lot. all these things now. Yeah,
0: um, coming into the app, and this is this is still on topic of Reels, obviously, mm-hmm. but with TikTok you follow people because you saw their dance moves you you saw whatever you're following for the content that they make on TikTok, whereas instagram reels it's this weird thing and i almost think it would be better as a standalone app kind of like what they did with igtv but you can still post to igtv on instagram like there is an igtv app that's separate and i think that it would be smart for instagram to make an instagram reels or just a reels app because when you're following people on instagram reels like if you follow them for their video that they made right you're also then going to see their selfies and feed. So maybe you followed so and so because you like their uh, you like their dance moves, but now you're seeing their selfies. So it's kind of like this weird thing that you're also going to be seeing their feed as yeah. well as their reels. So now it's like yeah, that which is a little strange. So I feel making it a standalone app uh, would be better. But I get short term, they had to get the eyeballs on Instagram reels and
1: let everybody on Instagram right. know that this exists. So. Yeah, luckily they do have the platform where they can kind of present these new features mm-hmm. or, or new spin offs. And that, that's a very interesting thing. And like last week we were talking about the antitrust hearing and a possible outcome of, of what happens if these tech companies get broken up is spin offs like that. Yeah. IGTV, I think, is very interesting because it is a separate app. Like you can go in the app store and download Instagram TV, um, totally separate, but you can also access the same interface. From the Explore page on Instagram, mm-hmm. so there's there's kind of two ways to uh, to do it. Like I, I'm not sure on the Facebook app if you can send messages without downloading Messenger separately. I don't believe you can. No. Okay. So it kind of forces you to get the secondary app. Yeah. Whereas on Instagram IGTV, that's not really the case. No. Um. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's interesting to see to see how they're gonna distinguish the two platforms and yeah. and where we're gonna draw the line. They're very linked. Yeah. It'll be, you,
0: it'll be really interesting to see if TikTok is banned in the US, what Instagram's move is. Right? Because then that just kind of opens well, the Well, I think they've here. kind of set the stage
1: here. Kind of. With yeah. Reels, right? Yeah. So what do you think of Reels?
0: So I've obviously I flipped through a few. I've looked into it, like how you make it and stuff. And unlike TikTok, TikTok doesn't really give you a super great introduction on how to do all the editing and stuff, whereas okay. Instagram will basically suggest your Reel based off of the clip and all that stuff. It's gotcha. a lot easier to use. Yeah which they have the benefit there. Um, I and another thing that I worry about too because they did have so much success with stories, like imitating that. Mm-hmm. What if like <laughs> what if it doesn't catch on and then Instagram is they're not going to be known for
1: this, but what if they get the bad tagline that it was a poor imitation? Um, you know. Yeah, maybe so and and it's a possible outcome, but I think this isn't Instagram's first foray into This kind of clip thing. Mm -hmm. They had another product in like 2018 or 19 that was really similar that was piloted in some countries I forget what it's called. Hmm. It was Instagram something and it was very similar Yeah, I wish I I wish I had the name if we had an assistant we could pull it up But this isn't their first pull it up their first dive into the market. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know Um, I think they've they've developed like a large enough Widespread enough presence outside of this Mm -hmm. that it won't hurt them too much. Yeah, but maybe yeah It might leave a bad taste in some people's mouths. Yeah
0: the other thing too is a lot of people might be listening to this and they're like, okay, I've heard of Instagram reels, but like, I can't find it. Like, how do I get to it? It's not in the main bars down below. How can I make a reel? So there is that barrier as well. And if you want to make a reel, you go to your story and then in there you will find it on the bars underneath. Gotcha. And, uh, and obviously right now Instagram is putting a lot of Instagram reels in the discover feed right mm-hmm. now. So if you scroll through Discover, there's no way you're That's not where I see them. Yeah. There's no way you're not going to see a, uh, I agree that, um, one positive to this though, as with any new feature that, a, that a social media company launches is that right now Instagram wants everybody to see reels. So if your company, your personal brand, whatever you are, if you're making reels right now, Instagram is going to put that mm-hmm. way, like in way more people's faces Agreed. than they would a photo than Agreed. they would a video. So now is a good time to make use of that if you're thinking about it. Um, do a little bit of research into how to use Instagram reels and
1: get that added exposure that Instagram is handing out right now. Right. And on, on a similar topic, I think you on our Instagram story last week asked people if they wanted to hear about the TikTok acquisition by Microsoft.
0: Yeah. So I
1: don't, I don't think I asked about that, but did they actually acquire it? Um, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, so it's a, it's a potential, um, didn't you film a story? I did, but I, I asked
0: if if they wanted to know more about the uh, IG Reels. Oh, god. Gotcha. Because so they launched the IG Reels, gotcha. so this is us talking about it. So then I'll link back and let everybody know that we talked about it on the podcast. And yeah, gotcha. But anyway, no, t- talk more about that because I'm sure that's that's definitely something people want to know
1: about. Yeah. So I think uh, last week when we sat down to film this podcast, it wasn't uh, out yet, and there's it's just there's been a crazy news cycle this week. So it mm-hmm. feels like a million years ago already. But basically, um, Trumpo, Mr. President Donald Trump, has given TikTok until September 15th to find an American suitor, an American buyer. Um, otherwise, they're going to be banned because uh, as, we, as we knew, they were contemplating banning the app. And now there are talks of banning WeChat, which is another um, oh, super wow. built out app. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar to facebook arguably more advanced in terms of its like mobile payment functionality and everything point being trump says either find an american suitor or you got to go so uh, microsoft stepped up to the plate so it's going to be a potential acquisition by microsoft Um, very very complex kind of transaction if it does happen because we were talking about how how um how many different features and functions and spin off platforms Facebook has? Like mm-hmm. between Facebook and WhatsApp and Messenger and IG and all the sub apps, it's a lot. And TikTok kind of fits into its parent company, uh, ByteDance ecosystem, similarly. So it's not just, it's not so easy as just selling TikTok and now it belongs to Microsoft and that's it. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's more so about like carving TikTok out of the ByteDance ecosystem, yeah. which is very difficult because. For example, to use like a familiar American example, um, Facebook advertisers can target Instagram users. Yep. So if you were to sell Instagram, then who gets access to that?
0: Yeah, it gets muddy.
1: Right. So um, in terms of like drawing a line in the sand of who gets what intellectual property and all that, it's going to be tough because mm-hmm. they're very, um, very interlinked. Like, like TikTok, what's so great about it, um, or maybe what's not so great about it, depending on your perspective, is how addictive it is. Yeah, and that has to do with the algorithm that determines what videos to queue up and how you use it because it's it's a very like sticky experience, right? You use Mm -hmm. it, you want to keep using it, Mm -hmm. which is good or bad. So that's TikTok's algorithm, um, which is based on the user data, which is owned by ByteDance, which Mm -hmm. is the parent company. So who gets that? Yeah, you know, one of the CIOs of uh, Microsoft said the algorithm is nothing without the user data. Yep. Right, because because it's worthless. Exactly. So. How do you determine who gets what when you're making a, a transaction like that? Yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's a good point. And that's something that they're going to have to
1: figure out, obviously. It gets very messy because if TikTok has to Americanize itself mm-hmm. and change like the fundamentals of how it works, then you're going to end up getting two separate apps. Yeah, You're going to get TikTok and you're going to get American TikTok. And if they don't have the same resources that the first TikTok does, like the user database and all of that, it's gonna be a different experience. Yeah. And people are saying, oh, I hope Microsoft doesn't ruin TikTok. Well, they may well have to. Yeah. And I think that's gonna be bad for the users, it's gonna be bad for TikTok, it's gonna be bad for Microsoft if there's two different experiences. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then other countries like Canada, we were, we were, um, if we choose to follow suit with what uh, America is doing, then do we get the American app as well? does our user experience change on TikTok? Yeah. So it, it might it might dilute the way that we use TikTok and might just spawn something totally new. Mm-hmm. Really tricky stuff. Definitely. I think like just the legal process of of doing the, the transaction is going to like really test the patience of uh, the Trump administration. Yeah. Because it's going to take, you know, months or years to kind of define all this stuff and yeah. hand over the data if they need to.
0: Mm-hmm. We should also mention too that this isn't Microsoft's first dance in social media. They own LinkedIn, right? Yeah. So, yeah, the the, the same company that gave us Windows ninety five is now is now potentially going to be buying TikTok. So this is not their first dance. Um, no pun intended. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that pans yeah. out. Yeah,
1: Microsoft is like is enterprise focused for the most part. So LinkedIn, it wasn't too much of a stretch mm-hmm. because LinkedIn is like business to business networking, kind yeah. of professional network, whereas TikTok is totally different. Yeah, So that's interesting. Yeah. Another um, critical piece of this transaction is Microsoft has a huge R&D center in China um, and it employs thousands of people. Um, it has, I think there was a, a white paper written on artificial intelligence that came out of there, which is like the most cited paper on AI in the world. So it's a really important institution, and what's interesting is a lot of uh, Chinese employees of this company—they have great careers—and then they move on to get hired by ByteDance yeah. or hired by Tencent or the other big Chinese companies, mm-hmm. and and um, the uh, the U.S. government is now worried that like we're basically giving them all of our proprietary or, or all of their. Uh, Information and trade secrets and stuff and then they're getting recruited that these Microsoft alumni are getting recruited to these big Chinese firms yep. after learning all this stuff from the American company Microsoft So it's like do you divest that because it's also this huge research center. That's producing really great stuff. Yeah, so each each um, each entity like uh, has a little um, What's the word like embassy in the other in the other country kind of so yeah, if only we could all get along yeah. One thing still that Instagram has to figure out
0: with the whole IG reels thing and the thing that one of the things that makes TikTok, TikTok's exposure so large is the shareability. Right. So when you're scrolling through TikTok and stuff, you can share it to all the other platforms. Instagram just I don't know if they've come out with that yet. I, I doubt it. Um, but you can share it to all the other platforms on on TikTok. So that's that's another thing too. the exposure of TikTok is, is wild. Um, even when you're scrolling through Facebook, you'll see a tiktok video mm-hmm. now
1: and it, it's pronounced that it's a tiktok video They got the handle blah blah blah. You can share instagram urls You can share a text link. Yeah, um, but maybe it's not as seamless. Yeah, as, not the
0: same not the same TikTok Not the same man So we've got a few other things to get into.
1: Um Yeah, it's been you, a long week a it, long last week. Already. It's been a
0: long last week
1: We um, film on mondays if you guys don't know so it's kind of like a weekly recap. Of yeah, yeah
0: So first of all prayers to the people of Lebanon and those yes. the Lebanese people that live in Canada and they have to watch this from afar I'm sure your your hearts are breaking and it's it's a terrible thing that's going on um, you've probably heard about it Lebanon has a has a has had a long history of, of issues politically religiously um, globally they they're battling with people and it's um, yeah I think it was last week uh, we all probably saw the video the 3,000 tons of ammonium nitrate that blew up in Beirut and sent shockwaves There were some really terrible videos Getting shared around the internet um, So anyway, thoughts and prayers go out to Lebanon um, Yeah, I don't know I don't know what else to say yeah. um, Among all the other things that are going on in 2020
1: I, I and, and that's a great point I'm not super informed of this situation First of all, my condolences To everybody yeah. who was affected um, uh, firsthand Or from afar um, My condolences go out to everybody what do you know? What was it that blew up? What it was,
0: it was all I know that it was explosives, and yeah, that's all I've got. And it was in some kind
1: of building, yeah. And it's and and by the looks of things, from what I saw, it was in a city center, yeah. So, and it could
0: be felt from like kilometers
1: away, right? So, was this like a, a military thing? Was this like some kind of manufacturing company? I'm not sure, no, I'm not sure, yeah. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head, like given everything that's going on, yeah. <laughs> Right. So, it, um, first of all, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. Lebanon is not exempt from that. No.
0: So on top of all this, they're also going through COVID nineteen.
1: Right. People have 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 had to evacuate their homes. Yeah. Uh, I, I take it because of the shrapnel and the the smoke and whatnot is so bad, mm-hmm. and also um, Lebanon's been in like an economic crisis. Yeah. Uh, for years now, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, government corruption there. Yep. You know people are limited of how much money they're allowed to take out. Um, like I know at one point um, I was talking to somebody who recently immigrated and they said they were only allowed to take100 dollars a day out of uh, an ATM at one point and there'd be lines um, of, of like dozens of people just to take money out um, because the country's currency was like hyperinflated and mm-hmm. nobody could buy anything. So there's that on top of the national pandemic on top of this. So our deepest condolences go to anybody involved. Yeah yeah absolutely near and far terrible
0: and that's that's what a lot of people were saying they're they're blaming the incompetence of leadership corruption and all that stuff there's militias running around downtown like so grateful to live where we live
1: um and like just from an urban planning perspective who put something so highly explosive in like a metropolitan area yeah like beirut is i think the capital of the whole country i
0: believe it is i believe it is so yeah that's terrible um Let's lighten the mood a little bit. Uh, well, actually, no. We're gonna we're gonna give a uh, a disease uh-huh. update. So tonight's Monday night council meeting tonight. There's rumors floating around the the municipality that mandatory masks will be coming, um, will be coming into effect. Right. There's been a couple different things that people are talking about. Some people are talking about it's going to come in as a bylaw. Some people are saying it's just going to be like, hey, wear your mask. So it's un- it's unclear as to which, which way it's going to go, whether it's going to be enforced, whether they're just going to say, hey, you have to wear a mask when you're indoors. Um, so that'll be interesting. And that gets brought to council tonight. So by tomorrow, we'll know more about this. So maybe next next podcast, we can kind of talk about the details. Um, honestly, how do you personally feel? Okay, so I, 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 I forget where I heard this analogy, but... I think masks should have been mandatory, and we look at different countries such as Japan. Whenever somebody's sick in Japan, they put like even a cold, they put on a mask, right? And so now to make masks mandatory, and I know other cities have done it in Canada, um, I feel like it's wearing a condom to the baby shower. You know, I think I think this should have been done a long time ago, and people are saying let's do it now. And late is better than than not at all, but. Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing? You know, like, let's just make it mandatory. It's, it's, I get that people are all uptight about their freedom. They want to be able to do what they want when they want. I agree. At the same time, let's do what's, what's best for everybody right now. Right.
1: And that's, that's where I stand on it. Yeah. What about you? No, I, I completely agree. I mean, it's a common courtesy, right? Yeah. This is nothing new. No. In a lot of developed countries all over the world. Um, I think I, I, I think it should be made mandatory. Um, if it's voluntary, I'd be interested to know what kind of a, a marketing direction they choose to take with it. Mm-hmm. Like I know, for example, um, in the U.S., they're already planning um, marketing campaigns to incentivize getting a COVID-19 vaccine when that day comes. So there's different kind of um, different kind of modes of persuasion you can use. Like, do you want to shame people yeah. into getting it or do you want to or do you want to? Frame it as something that's going to benefit the economy if we can all go back to work and and support businesses. Yep. Um. You know, so how do we how do we position the cause in a way that most people are going to be receptive to it? Mm -hmm. Like, I worry if we shame people into doing it, then some are just uh, not going to do it as like an act of rebellion. Mm -hmm. Um, If we frame it as like an economic thing. Maybe people just aren't gonna care enough. Yep. I, I we can maybe threaten them with we're gonna have to close down again. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think would be an effective way to We
0: can't we can't close down again. There's like there's economically there is no way that Canada, the U, like the US still parts are, are closed down, but the economic impacts are far too great to close down the way we did again. Can we do it in a different way and close down in some sense? Sure. But we cannot shut the world off again for, for multiple months at a time. Um, how do I feel like
1: it would be effective? Uh, how would you position this cause, this incentive to wear a mask? To I'd want to make it a keep it local. Like a, how would you make Chatham
0: a community a, a community effort? So praising those that are wearing their masks, and I don't I don't want to go about the shame route, but making it coming across with empathy, and looking at it as a we're all in this together lens. That's how I would kind of look at it and and frame it up. And just doing the right thing for everybody around us, Love you know that. that that's kind of how I think that's the way I would take it um, yeah, even lately like i for the last the last little while there I was getting a little sloppy with my mask wearing I'll, I'll be honest when I'm going into stores and stuff I wasn't wearing a mask, but in the last week or so i've i've just i've now i've got two on me at all times um so i <sighs> Yeah, I think that this should have been done a while ago. And and people are on both sides of the fence with this issue locally. Yeah. They're saying, no, it's our freedom; we can do what we want. I agree. N- or yes, it's mandatory. I agree. But like, we have to find some kind of common ground and just do what's right for right now. Are you gonna have to wear a mask every day for the rest of your life forever? No, suck it up.
1: Let's just let's figure this out. Yeah, I mean, what about you? How would you do it? Uh, no, I I I think. I, I love taking like the empathy approach and praising people who like it. Mm-hmm. I think that's really smart. I think, um, the shame is going to be a byproduct of this no matter it, what, like yeah. there's going to be, um, peer to peer shaming in Rant the community. Maybe. Right. Right. So th- that's going to be an inevitable. Inevit- <laughs> that's going to be an inevitability of, uh, how this plays out either way. Yeah. So I think that's the way that I would frame it. Yeah. Um, that there aren't enough people I think with, with like an economic interest in in how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, to position it that way, um, and yeah, like I, I, I get that you have uh, certain rights and freedoms, but you're not allowed to pee on the street. Yeah, you're not allowed you to know. pee on the street. You know, that's I, a no. That's a great analogy. I think there are more than enough reasons. It's more than a reasonable case. Yeah. to say that you should wear a mask in a public place. Yeah, yep. And as a bylaw, we can enforce that. Yeah. And that's and just you, the way it is. And you know
0: what? If In the future, guys, if you, you are sick... You have to wear sick, pants as well. <laughs> if you are sick in the future, let's take a couple notes from Japan.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, let's just throw on a mask when we have a cold or whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll stop the spread of so much stuff. This is going to be a new normal, I think, for sure. It is. That would be my campaign. I changed my mind. I'm going to go the humor route. I'm okay. going to say, you have to wear a mask, you have to wear pants. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Like just to kind of maybe, equate the ridiculousness of what well, my freedom, right? Maybe we
0: could mix up the two. Chatham-Kent, uh, if anybody from the municipality is watching, hit us up. We've got some marketing ideas for this campaign. Yeah, let's do it. Um, anyway, so that's that's kind of the thoughts. That's what's going on. So we'll see what happens tonight at council. So is a decision being made
1: tonight, or how does that work?
0: It's being brought to council. Okay. I'm sure there's going to be some grandstanding going on. There's going to be, like, some, you know, politics. There's going to be some interesting stuff going on. Anyway. I'm sure there is, Yeah. Yeah um let's talk a little bit about the weekend what'd you do this
1: weekend jared um mostly work we are currently working on getting some uh new services in our repertoire so to speak so we're talking about web design we're talking about brand identity design so uh logo design and product design and stuff like that so we're working on kind of coordinating um Bringing some new talent on board potentially. Yep. I don't want to give too much away, but that's really exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and right now we're just kind of trying to connect the dots and, and coordinate um, some new services because we leave we leave a lot on the table um, with customers who we develop a relationship with um, who have many marketing needs and many design needs, and we're not able to fulfill all of those. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You, you know, I kind of have mixed feelings because part of me believes that focus is very important, and it's good to focus on what we do. But I also, um, you know, as a company who have developed these relationships with all these clients and customers that we work with, we get to know them quite well. Yes. And I think, I think we have a considerable um, degree of understanding of what they need and what other services could help them. Mm-hmm. So it's something we've grappled with for a long time, but yep. we're slowly uh, introducing our our uh, customers and our our uh, workforce here at Exordia to to some new services. Yeah. So that's something we've kind of been toying with.
0: On the specialization thing, I agree. You know, Specialization, you read about it, you hear about it. It's important. And to focus on one main niche. I'm going to take a different stance on this and say that we're arguably too young still to really nail down on our niche. So right now, if you were to objectively say, Quentin, Jared, what do you guys do at Exordia? Right now, I would say we do social media management, social media advertising, yeah. and the production side of that. Yeah. But let's get our feet wet. Let's try some other new things and throw them out at the wall and see what sticks. We're still young, and if we can become more of a full-service kind of boutique thing, mm-hmm. Great. You know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I mean, a company's made up of, you know, individual pieces and components. Mm -hmm. And it's not like any, on a micro level, it's not like you still can't have that focus and that specialization. Definitely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't have to be a one trick uh, pony. Yeah. A one trick (laughs) pony. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, stay tuned because we might be announcing some new services. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the website's well underway, guys. I don't know if you follow us on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribe on youtube as well but anyway websites underway finish up the headshots i believe the writing is done for it it's getting all done getting all ready to go so yeah, that'll we'll be exciting. excited probably in the next month or so we'll have that that baby live you guys will hear about it for sure definitely um what else so you mainly worked all week weekend i did a little you? did you do anything fun i did a little bit of uh, so i have a bike so a, a bicycle Yes. And I was supposed to do a triathlon this year, but that was kind of kiboshed and I was biking a little bit in the spring, like early spring before COVID hit. And um, I took out the old bike this weekend. I think I biked like 22 kilometers. It was nice nice, nice to get back on the bike. Good for you. Fun. You get to see a lot of Chatham. (laughs) when you bike 22 kilometers are you a city
1: bike kind of guy
0: I was I was kicking in the city okay um some of the some of our friends that I train with though they they like to go out on the dirt roads and head out towards like Tilbury and stuff right I'm not crazy about it I have a hybrid bike skinny tires so like on the it's It's kind of it's a hybrid so it's like it's got shocks on the front but it's got the skinny road tires anyway so I did some cycling and then I picked up some books this weekend and for two reasons, I want to expand my, my knowledge a little bit, but also I want to find a way to relax. That doesn't mean consuming, um, video or consuming, um, podcasts or whatever it is. Cause it's, that's very stimulating. Right. Right. And so I, I did a little bit of research into reading and how the, how it can help you relax and stuff. So I picked up a book I read for a few hours this weekend. Um, so I'm excited to be doing that. Yeah. Just trying to develop some, some new healthy habits. Yeah,
1: no, that, that's a good point because like. I personally, you know, unwind with content consumption too. Um, It's not not the only uh, tool in my inventory, uh, fortunately, which I think is important. But yeah, that's interesting because like um, a book is kind of like this middle ground of it still gives you that information synthesis, which is really good, really valuable Mm -hmm. and enjoyable, but it's not necessarily as, it is still stimulating, I would say, but not nearly as much as. No,
0: you don't have the blue light. You don't have. You're not watching like clip, 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 clip. You know what I mean. It's a little yeah. less stimulating. You can kick back on the couch. Yeah. Make a tea. My go-to tea is peppermint. Shout out to all the peppermint drinkers. I like peppermint. Peppermint's good. I, I might.
1: Don't... I might. Um. Drive some people crazy, or I might. Um. Uh, drastically change your opinion of me, but I am. I am just not a reader. And 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 listen. Um. I absolutely love knowledge I love I love I love learning I love information I think it's important Uh, knowledge is power Um, I I learn every single day and I pride myself on that I'm not a reader yeah it's not it's not my preferred medium yeah Um, I prefer to consume uh, and I shouldn't say I shouldn't say I'm not a reader I mean I'm not a book reader Mm-hmm. I read articles, probably dozens a day, mm-hmm. watch dozens of videos, podcasts, audio, that kind of stuff. Not a book reader.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that there are no uh, great texts out yeah. there. Um, I, was, uh, I was out in Ridgetown okay. this morning and
0: on the way I was listening to a podcast. So I think it's for me, I don't love reading either, but I feel like it could help me relax and unwind a little bit with less stimulation than what I'm used to. So, I mean, it's going to be like a learned habit and you know what, if after two months I'm like, listen, this is kind of whatever, I'm not actually getting what I wanted of this. I'll continue with my podcast and and video watching, whatever it is. Um, I've still been trying to meditate and I've been doing a lot of breath work, which is good.
1: So yeah. And I mean, we kind of sound
0: a little hippy dippy right now, but
1: I mean, I think I, where I stand with literature is like, there are a lot of great literary works um, from all different points of history, I get that, but we're at a point where there are so many different mediums through which information can be transmitted now, mm-hmm. like books being one of them. Um, yep. So if you want to study history, which I think is a super important thing to do, then a book or an audiobook may be your only option. Um, I'm of the I'm I'm of the belief now that there are probably more efficient ways uh, to gain knowledge than reading. Um, but, but if it's like an unwinding, um, kind of like mindful practice, I think that that could be super valid too. Yeah. So for me, it's walking. Walking is a big (sighs) one. walking is great. Yeah. Um, I'll bring headphones and I'll find that sometimes I don't even put them on because I just like to get lost in my thoughts and that's. I do that too, actually. Like I'll have them in, but I don't have anything playing. Yeah, I love that. Um, That's a huge staple of my daily routine. Mm -hmm. Meditation for sure. Um, I spend a lot more time walking than I do meditating, but both are, I'd say, daily essentials Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Keeping your mind in like a clear working state is so important, and it's a daily battle.
0: Yeah. All right, guys, with that being said, we have more things on this list, but let's save it for the next podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. See you guys.